Tiffany's next to Dunkin' Donuts. Like, what? Yeah, I think I think you're actually I think you're exactly right, man. Like the few times I've been to the you you know, once you get there you start going down these roads and it's just like nothing but trees and you don't see much. Like you can't see the houses. Mm-mm. It's very there's a couple of roads that lead into things, but it's it's very closed off. Uh or at least it feels that way. Yeah. Yeah. So, so okay, so we can all agree all famous people live in the woodlands. All famous people who move to Houston should, you know. Yeah, and she's having Wi-Fi issues. Yeah. yeah. Wow. This has been interesting because, like, our Facebook links got messed up and we had to reconnect them. So now we're back on Facebook streaming live for anybody who oh, missed it. Okay. okay. That might mess us up in the algorithms, but it's okay. That's it's right. The, the point is to roll. The point is to keep Whatever. rolling. Um, got a live show coming up this week. That's true. That's true. Man. Man. What's up? Nothing. I'm just saying we'll be able to play together on one stage. One stage. One night. (laughs) Four improvisers. I was very excited. Yeah, it's it's been a while. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, it's been over a year. But we've performed. But we've performed. We've been yeah, we performed live. Yeah. And over here. And we will grace the stage. It's gonna be very special. I'm gonna I'm gonna work on not laughing as much because I like cause the this medium makes me think I'm watching TV and I feel like I got ah <laughs> and I really gotta crack up, but you know, gotta remember the performance to got to hold that back. Hold on. Yeah. I was thinking I was going to dive in deep into that thing. No protection. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the stage. (laughs) (laughs) Until I ain't been in the stage in a year. (laughs) I know. Is is the stage ready for us? What if the stage is like, it hasn't shook off all of its its COVID (laughs) shimmies and like I'm not, I'm so, I'm not used to people on me now. It's you know, like it's extra like, creaky, right? Yeah, like it hasn't been worked in a while. Stage <laughs> <laughs> needs a couple of warm up shows itself. Before yeah, just come ready. jumping on me. Hey man, yeah. hey hey, mm-hmm. warm me yeah. up. <laughs> like well, hopefully by, hopefully by ten o'clock that night, the stage should be warm. Okay, some kind of way. Yeah, right. We'll let other people warm it up. <laughs> want to jump on it, <clears throat> get it loose. Yeah, like it's... a limber stage yep. to work with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How flexible is your stage? Yeah, is your stage flexible. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure there's performers that are like, I need the stage to be like six inches with plexiglass to be able to catch me when I'm flying in the sky or whatever. <clears throat> or like when you see the Kevin Hart stand up and he was rolled out in a little box mm-hmm. and they just popped him out. <laughs> it's like, what? For a comedy show. <laughs> Next thing you have elephants coming in. You'll be telling jokes in between two <laughs> elephants. Like, I mean, 
Yeah, there was that one stand up. He had like the pyrotechnics, right? Like behind him, and he would like just trigger that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't do it. I love Kevin Hart, man. But I was like, pyro. You're starting to get in the carrot top, man. <laughs> 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 carrot top. Like, what are you gonna be? Rock, you gonna be flying around the stadium telling jokes? You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Come on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's interesting, right? Like, there's a purity in some stand-up comedy, just one person, one microphone, and a big stage to work with. And then you have other comedians like Gallagher who have, like, all these props <laughs> and jumping on a giant couch and splashing watermelons. You know, whose who's art is more entertaining? I don't know. Like, how do they compete, right? I don't. I try not to. One thing I hate is comedy contests. Mm. I hate. I hate comedy contests. Really, even art contests to me. I mean, because <clears throat> food contest, all of those things. Unless it's like if the if the margins are really clicking. Of course, I'm not like a probably a, a smoothie of art, right? <laughs> Whatever you call them, snob. I love <laughs> art, but I'm not like see the oil canvas in here was done with a very low budget quality oil. That's why you get all of the, I'm gonna be like, man, shut up, this shit looks fly. Give me this, <laughs> the hell do you know? Maybe your swag is off. You can't swag the painting. Some people can't, they just can't vibe with certain stuff, you know? Um, so like a person like Gallagher would be hilarious. If someone gifted me some tickets to Gallagher, I would be like, dude, like, you know me, man. Like. <laughs> I wouldn't have gone looking for him, but you know me well enough to know that I did shit like this. <laughs> Stuff that is just very in the in the friends and people, it's very niche. You have to really be present to experience it. You know, I love that kind of art, um, no matter how absurd or surreal. <clears throat> Once it gets watered down and I feel like you're trying to, like, catch everybody, that's when it starts to lose me because... I can't connect with you know. Yeah. No, I'm with you with that. Uh, no art contest. You know, it should just be the thing. You know, if it, people art is for the people, and the people respond. You don't have to set it up to okay, we're gonna put this art against this one, and then let come and let the people judge. No, just let the art exist. The people will find it, or you put it in front of them, and if the people respond, they do. Yeah, like they should have like a message box where if you see a piece of art, you should be able to. Oh, he walked out of the room. <laughs> Trying to catch. <laughs> um, you should be able to like walk up to a piece of art, write a little message, and leave it for the artist or something like that, right? Um, or buy it, right? Or try to find a way to procure it. But when you come to like comparing, <clears throat> like when I look at the Mona Lisa, no offense. I'm sure there was another artist somewhere that in that time that was like, man, that shit is whack, bro. Like, I don't get why people are so hype over that. Like, look at this frog I made. He's dancing with that. That's way more impressive than that chick, right? What? I mean, I, I, think, I think you're probably on something. Man. I think the Mona Lisa is probably like mainstream pop music. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> a bunch of underground, you know, painters like, what is this wax? 
my, my painting has way more layers. I don't know what. I don't know what people see in this girl. <laughs> this basic ass girl. I mean, is that a joke? Are we missing it? Is, we have this basic painting, and we, we somebody overhyped it, right? Like, like a hype man. I don't know, right? Art is so interesting because human beings receive it and build story around it. So, I've never really. <clears throat> I've tried to be open and receive uh, anything. That's why, like, I do my bad movies. Uh, some of the bad movies are like real, <laughs> well targeted. Like, this was a very difficult premise, but I could tell like they had some fun, um, and I can appreciate the fun, the rebel, the rebel, and being having fun creating something new that really doesn't have any value. In, you know, intrinsically, right? It's not like Mona Lisa is um, is going to save anybody's life because it, it exists right. as a painting, right? Or hurt you, or, or hurt you. So right, we keep it, keep her in this painting. Keep her in that painting. That's it. <laughs> Maybe that's it, right? Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> I wanted to talk about that from uh, after I watched Candyman. <clears throat> after I watched Candyman, and that um, the uh, artist. Uh, in the movie who had been struggling he, he had no like motivation there was nothing inspiring him and then he got inspired by the candy man story and he created this piece of art that he had in an art uh an art show and the art in essence killed people right if you went to appreciate the art and you followed the directions to fully appreciate the art then you ended up losing your life and um, is that the plot of the movie? I haven't seen it, so it's would not you consider that the plot. It's, it's not, no. I mean, no, it's not. What, the is, plot what is the plot? Of, well, what the, the plot, plot of Candyman, okay. Well, you're gonna, you're gonna it, hate me for this because, yeah, John, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, get, yeah okay. You, I don't, the part I forgot is the background piece to who Candyman is, but the concept is a uh, uh. Spoiler supernatural. Yeah. Spoiler. Oh, hold, on, hold on. So so yeah, that's okay. I, yeah. When I when I ask for the plot, like I don't want to know what the what happens necessarily. I just want to know what it's about. Right? Like what if I picked okay. this box up at the store and read the back, like what would it say? That's that's kind of what I'm asking for. Mm. Who's the main character? What are they trying to do? Yes. And why um, and maybe a why. Who is the main character in the Candyman movie? I would, would you think, do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I would probably say that there's two focal characters is the the, the, boy, the guy and his girlfriend. Okay. <clears throat> uh, his girlfriend is a like pretty high high end art exhibitor or, or you know gal gallery event planner, and he's this really up and up and coming stud artist who's lost his his touch. So like Ooh. Tandy said. What he's trying to do is rekindle that touch to then get back into the game, and which leads to him getting inspiration from Candyman, and then ultimately having a series of events that spun off, right? That leads him to know who he really is, right? right? Yeah, he's trying to figure out who he is and why he's connected. So it's, I think that's pretty much like you know, okay, all, you know, we need to know the setup going through it. Yeah, okay. So for example, so. To her, yes. her question, right? Um, 
I, I shared this with her. This made me think. Her question was like, have you ever heard of, uh, what do you think about art that kills people? And it immediately, immediately made me think about music, right? Um, one, like Stan, Eminem's song, uh, which I could completely see happening. And uh, two, um, a lot of the music I listened to in my junior high and high school days, back when like G-Unit and, you know, crunk music and all of that hit at trap music had just started. So that was even more aggressive and street. And now they mixing drugs. Then it became cooking the drugs and the pot and all that stuff. So nonetheless, from about seventh grade to probably even 25, I noticed a lot of murders and deaths that were not necessarily contributing to the music but was in the cloud of what the music was, was kind of creating. Uh, for example, <clears throat> there was a club back home in Dayton, Ohio. I'm not gonna say club name. It was a known thing when, when certain, like, certain music came on a certain time of, of the, uh, certain time of the night, they start playing some crazy crunk music or like a, like, I'm a huge 36 Mafia fan, but they have a song called Fuck the Club. But man, what do you think is going to happen when a song like that plays, right? With a bunch of rowdy, aggressive young men they, who have also been drinking. And there were many guys and possibly girls who were killed to those music. Like, I even heard Pharrell mention it in an interview. And uh, if anyone rest, we can look it up on Drink Champs. It was our podcast on Drink Champs where they were trying to give him credibility as a producer. And he was like, nah, man. He's like, none of my music like did anything to people like some of the music that was coming up back in Virginia and Tennessee. People were getting murdered to. <laughs> like on, on a Stanley Kubrick level. And he said it. Like, he imagine that. <laughs> you made a song, you could keyboard in the song, you know, fuck the club up. <laughs> or I ain't scared no yeah, I ain't scared no bitch. I ain't scared no and you put that out and next thing you know, you know, hip hop concert, 15 shot dead, you know, new hit song, you know, blase blase. It's not the music, right? But the music does set tone, it creates the environment. Why why do you think the club kept playing that music? <laughs> because it turned it is a hit record. It is like People, I'll, I'll give you so I don't want to bring back this R. Kelly thing, right? I don't want to bring back the R. Kelly thing, but there's one thing that I think is incredible about how human beings respond to music. Like, music can change your mood. It has great properties in mood-changing abilities, right? You listen to I Believe I Can Fly, and then you turn on the guilty verdict of R. Kelly, you're going to be like, you know, Deep down, you're gonna be like, that is a fucking good ass song, you piece of shit. Why did you do this? Why? You didn't have to fucking do nothing. Why did you do this? Why, man? <laughs> Think how many times you heard I believe I can fly, man, and you your heart got tight and you start to scream. I actually believe this is a magical song. He arguably could have went down as top RB singer of all time. I would argue that if he didn't do all the shit that he did, right? But I make that point to say, if music can be that mood changing, I can only imagine the other side. I can make music 
that, you know, make people believe it's okay to sip, lean and serve, right? I can make music that creates the energy that makes you want to have sex, Marvin Gaye, right? Like, you think I couldn't make a song that makes somebody go <laughs> do something crazy? Like, I and, and please don't kill me. I, I may not even say this, but I would say this. <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that because I don't want to get kicked off. <laughs> I don't want to get kicked off. I'll get bad. Nonetheless, I'll say it in a simpler way. And if terrorist groups understood the power of music, right, and art and culture, we would have problems on our hands because the music and art is so captivating, right? That's why a lot of these dictators use it and cut it off because it changes mood and inspires, right? Wait, are you saying that do you think terrorists might be able to make some bangers? And, and <laughs> they hire, you telling me if a terrorist would You say you wouldn't hire a three six mafia to score and get your your group hype? Go Come on, man. Oh, I thought you meant to like oh. turn people into terrorists. You're just talking about. Like, I would do I that too. I would do that too. I mean, look, Takashi Six Nine is turning people into snitches. There's there. All you have to do is call it terrorist rap. Just give it a name, terrorist rap, and just start talking all about the terrorist stuff. It will cause so much trickle effect that one, people will start to buy into it. And two, if the music is good, right? If it's like <laughs> good, you like, dude. This song is pretty hot, man. Let's talk about blowing people up. We, I mean, we, cut, to, we, cut, to, uh, <laughs> we cut to a nightclub before they open the doors. Hey, uh, hey, Amici. Yeah. Can I ask you something? Mm -hmm. Look, I, uh, I was looking at some of the music you were playing last night. And um, I went down this rabbit hole of, uh, they call it terrorist rap. Uh, uh -huh. You were playing, you played like an hour of, of terrorist rap, apparently. Yeah, I, I have um, an hour block of terrorist rap I like to play Friday nights. Now, I, yeah, it seemed like people were really, really vibing with it, but also there's a lot of property damage that happened at the same time. I, um, I mean, you, you can't blame the music for people's actions. It's, it's just sounds and words, and people do whatever they want. Sounds and words, but there, mm -hmm. I mean, you you know the lyrics on these songs, right? Like I, I read them, I was reading them last night, mm -hmm. and and then they, they talk about um, ways to dismantle a building. They talk about ways to to rig a car to explode. Like it, 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 there's instructions in the song, and also the hooks are really catchy, right? Like I, I found myself humming it as I was reading it. Um, yeah. And I'm, I'm just, I just, I feel like the message is a Blow this fucker up. Blow this motherfucker up. Oh, sorry. I hit face. That's exactly what I'm talking about. You're, you're playing yeah. it right now. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just saying tonight, can we just like maybe, maybe skip that, you know, just stick to, stick to the other hits and top 40 and you know, the classics. I, I would, I would, I would love to go back to doing that, but that's when we sell the most drinks. <laughs> that's when we have the most people rush inside the club. That's know? true. They came so, through the window, actually. Yeah, yeah. It, is. it was it was startling, but they went mm -hmm. straight to the bar. So I, I, I was fine with it. Yeah, like um, you know, they they need they need drinks for courage to do something. I don't know. Um, but you're, I mean, you're right. You're right. Yeah, the 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 bar the the bar kind of offset the property damage, but I feel like it's a gamble, you know. And I, I just, I just mm -hmm. don't know if I want my club encouraging that sort of stuff. You know, I want people to have a good time. But I'm worried okay. someone's um, going to get hurt. What, what would you like me to play tonight instead? Like, you know, give me 
is that a different kind of rap, a different genre that you, you would like? Like the yeah, hit? yeah, yeah. I, there was another. Well, I was in the rabbit hole. I did find another type of rap. It was called. It's called hug rap. Uh, if you could throw some of that in, I think hug rap. Would, yeah, hug rap. I think. I think that would <laughs> balance things off tonight. That's more the energy I think I want in my club tonight. Just some oh. offset, some of that terror stuff. Okay. Um. We'll we'll try it. Um. I I just think this is gonna go poorly. I'm, I'm just gonna throw that out there. Well, let's try it, right? Okay, I'm yeah. paying you, right? I'm paying you, okay? Yeah. So why, why don't we do that? All right, we, we cut to 10 p.m. that night. All right, guys, we're going to switch it up on you right now. Um, oh. Yeah, I know you guys are having a good time, but here's some hug rap. Some who? Put your heart next to mine. Feel the vibe. Round and round. Hug rap. Hug it up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, man, can you turn the volume oh, up while they whisper? It's making me just lose me, man. I'm leaving the club, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that level so yeah, that everyone can, can you know, yeah. mellow out a little bit and, and enjoy it. Man, this is um, whack, man. I'm, me and my day sleep. We going out. Peace. Yeah, you can see people just slowly, like, realizing that this it's gonna be this, this this level of music for the next like hour, and so people start closing their tabs. Uh, people start getting their coats and, and getting their bags on the table. Amici, what are you doing? Why are people leaving? It's still the same song. It lost an hour. It's, it's an hour long song. The whole club is leaving. I can't just skip a track. It's terrible DJ. What DJs do that all? They play snippets of songs all the time and then mix it with other. I don't want to tell you how to DJ. I just need you to save what's my night here, right? I'm, I'm going to be taking a bath on this. Oh, okay. Well, what do you want me to do? Do something, man. Whatever works. Whatever works. Okay. I'll, I'll put another another hug rap song. I'll skip to the next one. Okay. Here we go. Is it off? It's gonna it's gonna slow build up. This. Squeeze me, squeeze me, squeeze me tonight. Squeeze me, squeeze me, not so tight. Back it up, back it up. I don't think you pulling in. Squeeze again. Is anyone squeezing anybody? No. Squeeze. Is anybody squeezing? But you, okay, the influence of music can always influence you to do some wretched ass shit. It never, it, it, it rarely, rarely gets you in the mood to like doing something really, really nice, like consistently. It's never been a, oh, they played this music and then everybody just like donated money and collected <laughs> yeah. all these things for people. Well, everybody re remember this. Heal the World, that was what they were trying to do when they, they gave tried. Heal the World. And they had like didn't... 500 singers on the song and it was just too cluttered, man. That song lost, probably lost money. <laughs> <laughs> Heal the world's raised one hundred million dollars. It is in a two hundred million dollar deficit with all of the actors. Stevie Wonder, and Michael Jackson, Bill. Yeah, let's celebrate those. I mean, it may make you feel good individually, or maybe like a couple of people might share, but it won't cause like some frenetic action of goodness. Whereas I think uh, 
mm-hmm. more destructive things or things that kind of yeah. hype you, whatever, that may have more of a um I, I guess it's stuff. I guess it's that animal nature in people. Like people are just holding it back, you know, all yes. day yes. going yeah. through society. <laughs> yeah. And then this, this this music is a gateway to yeah. unleash that yeah. some sort yeah. of avenue that allows you and sometimes gives you instructions as to how to unleash it. <laughs> and uh, then you get like mosh pits and people getting yeah. stomped out. Yeah, and, and that's, people don't have that same thing with niceness, right? They're not holding back their niceness all day and like, oh, I can't no. wait to be <laughs> nice to somebody. I can't wait to be showering y'all with hugs. And even when you go to an org, organization, nonprofit, church, or whatever, um, and you see them singing all that music, there's some phoniness to it, right? It's mm. kind of like, and I'm not saying all churches. Some a lot of churches have great music, um, but yeah. <laughs> Phoniness. You never seen that? Like this? I believe you. Like ain't nobody that damn happy. Come on. <laughs> like <laughs> I'd rather go to the. Everybody's going to hell. <laughs> That's more reasonable. <laughs> Not this old. I need to see the pain on your back. I guess that's why gospel feels so good because you feel like there's that wailing and there's that ah, you gotta uh-huh. get it out. The struggle. Well, everybody the understands the struggle. Everything's nice. We're yeah. gonna get the time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're like, all right, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> Except for like Christmas caroling, right? Christmas caroling, which you know, but yeah, even then, it's still kind of like I kind of agree with the Grinch a little bit. Like, <laughs> Like, if you watch the movies, there were many times they crossed the line on the Grinch. Like, the man was trying to come out, and y'all just all up in his grill, touching on him, to- tossing him into things, dance moves. I'd be mad as hell, too. Like, I'd be talking about to do those damn dance moves and sing with y'all. You know how uncomfortable that is to most people? Everybody just like doing that. It's too Our much. Dog. It's too much damage, uh, emotional damage, emotional pain in the um, uh, in the human experience. I think that you can't you can't account for everybody being happy and on the same. There's always one cynic. There's always one disbeliever. There's always one. You know, just because. And maybe it's mm-hmm. it's organic too. Maybe it's mental. I don't know. I don't know. But there's always one. So, yeah, I, and I, I wonder what that is inside. I'm not entirely sure. Maybe it's the misery loves company proper, or yeah, misery loves company idea. But it's like I, I call it the "we're all gonna die" person, right? Like it doesn't matter how happy everybody is about everything. So much as all of a sudden, can be like, you know, we're all gonna die right? like, one day. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're we're not all gonna make it to old age. You, you guys know this? Mm-hmm. Like what? Yep. Yes, he's back. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Right on comment. <laughs> Keep going. What else you got? I gotta make sure it's not one of my kids because I just let me I just, hope it is. <laughs> it's all my kid. Stop it's all y'all. Kid. You know, my mom gets a certain amount of time a day. <laughs> and who wants awesome. to still join the clan, man? Man. Swagless group of people of all time. You don't even have to be like, see, I mean, you can just be like a regular worker at the hospital and be a clan member. It's nothing clandestine. <laughs> you can just open. be talking, you know, just get on. You don't have to hide nothing. It's the it, it's the environment for people to just be outwardly hateful. 
and and uh supreme supremacy white and they can be that now without you know an organization you could be you know you don't need a yeah you don't need a uniform yeah you don't need a uniform freelancing man I like I like my I like my supremacy decentralized. <laughs> you like your white supremacy on the blockchain? <laughs> you should make that fucking cryptocurrency. That's what the clan should do. Y'all should hire me. I'll, I'll help give y'all some consultation. Make make racism a crypto. Jeez. Racism is up this week in the. <laughs> <laughs> So if I get shot, the crypto go crazy. Six thousand percent swing today, along with Smith and Whistles. Um, oh my gosh! I mean, if you dog, we got Dodge Coin or Doggy Coin. Those should have. We should have. Um, we can have a, a clan coin. You want clan I should coin? do that. Mm. Mm. <laughs> um. <laughs> I can't even see. Would you buy it though? If I was say, yeah. It, would you buy it? It's making a lot of money, right? If it, if it, knew, if it did well, it was going to <laughs> the moon, right? Because then I'd feel compelled to use some of the money to fight them, and then I don't want to use my money to fight them. That could hurt your um, investment. What'd you say? Yeah. Investment. That could hurt your investment. You know? Yeah, see? I make a lot of money, and then yeah, you start using your money to fight them. And then they go down. Kill the rest of your investment. <laughs> crumbles. Crumbles the whole plan. <laughs> I say you just make money off of them. That's the best advantage. Anything they do, keep on hating. Do it bigger. Keep going. Yeah, Try to slide all the way they, to hate. What if they use all of that, that newfound whatever they getting from the, the, the proceeds of them being whoever they are to be more hateful? And then it they, just well, then, then they'll 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 run into somebody who has more money and 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 more there's always somebody more greedier um than than those individuals and <clears throat> they're nationalistic, right? So you only think about this much. Like there's so many other groups around the world, you <laughs> so know, to to help invest in to, to have them go against yeah the claim. Yeah. Okay. Come on, man. <laughs> But to me, I, I think I, I would, I would pitch it just to do it. Just the KKK, KKK coins, <laughs> Yo, white supremacist cryptocurrency of the future. Oh Lord! Put down the robes, pick up the coins. They probably taking notes with that, John. Stop giving them ideas. As long as they give me, as long as they give me, as long as they give me a stake in it. I like to think of them as the backwards thinking, non-technologically advanced group that. Well, they made it to YouTube, as we see, my brother Adolf Hitler, Nazi KKK six six six. Why the devil got to be involved? Why the devil have to get in there? Someone left a series of comments on our video here. That's all we're talking about. Yeah, I don't know what the mark of the beast has to do with. Why? How is the devil? The devil is like equal equal opportunity, just evil. Not so much hate, isn't it? There's a difference between hate and evil. Like evil can just exist, right? Difference, yeah. Difference between hate. Yeah. I think everything should suffer. Right. right. Yeah, mm -hmm. he's just across the board. Don't pigeonhole yeah. the devil and, and, and uh, put him in the <laughs> stuff. Not, that, yeah, don't, don't, not yeah, about I that. Hate, 
Let's talk about that. Oh, always defending the devil. I went to a party one time and I just started defending the devil. You were dating him for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice guy. He's really thoughtful. You should hear him now. He can sing really well, too. Mm-hmm. He's just evil, guys. Kind of into himself. Evil, yeah. evil, equal opportunity. He doesn't discriminate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I always had a problem with. Um, them putting Adolf Hitler like in that pedestal as the most evil man. Or I thought that was just I thought that was too much. Don't give him that much credit. Um, and when I see people do that, that just means you're confused. You don't even know what what. So do you hate Christians? Do you hate Jews? Do you hate like what do you hate? Like I don't know what that <laughs> name. It's, it's a you, my friend, should check out. The K coin. <laughs> <laughs> you can read who you hate. Check out the K coin. We have what smart contracts. You can just tell you us need some hate counseling. <laughs> you need some hate counseling to sort out your yeah, hate. Sort out who it is yeah. you want to hate first. Once you put your hate on the blockchain, it becomes decentralized and protected. <laughs> Nobody will ever get to it. You'll be protected for generations. The the clan coin by Coinbase. Or do you go to like a hate fair? You know, like in college when they have like all the clubs and organizations, and you get brochures and pamphlets to figure out what might be interesting to you. Do you go to a hate fair? Like, you know, you got, you got <laughs> I said, like a college Nazis friend. here, KKK. Come here, on, let me show you why you should come here. Go ahead, sign. Put your email down. <laughs> we cut to a hate fair. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yeah. I don't know. I'm just looking at all these boots. I'm not sure what I want to do. I, I, I want to get passionate about something. Excuse me. Oh, oh. Uh, hi. Hey. Yeah. Hey. hey you you looking for something to hate? Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm just. I feel like I. I, I don't have a lot of direction for my okay. hate, and I, I just bottle it. And so I was wondering yeah. if you can help me out. Okay. Yeah. Um. Thank you for coming over to to my booth. Um. This is the hate bubble wrap booth. Um, oh, okay. hey, all things bubble wrap right here. Gotcha. So, so like when you order something, mm-hmm. you know, one in 20 times where the, it wasn't bubble wrap properly and the bubble wrap doesn't protect your thing. Mm-hmm. I hate that. And you <laughs> know, sometimes like... when the tape is like strategically put in, on your bubble wrap so you can't like tear it, and then you know, it takes an extra couple minutes to get the thing that you need out of the bubble wrap. Uh, I think so. I hate but that. Don't you? Don't you like like popping the bubbles? Like I, I think people like find some joy in that. That's that's kind of kind of fun. We don't talk about that over here. We don't talk about popping the bubbles on bubble wrap. No, no, we, we don't. We we talk about how bubble wrap inconveniences us. Okay. Uh, well, tell me tell me about what the what your club does. Like, what do you do in your meetings? Um, we, we get together and we discuss, um, you know, if anybody, well, first we have, we have a little confessional thing where, you know, did anybody get a package this week? Was it bubble wrap properly? Um, and we, we talk about that for a while. There's sometimes a little bit of a hugging and crying if things went wrong. So, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to take a brochure and then keep looking around. Okay. uh, Come on back when, uh, you know, when you're ready. Hey, what's up, player? What's up, player? You could just oh. step right over here, man. I, I I saw what you was doing over there, man. You don't want to mess with him. That's no. my booth, man. What's going on? We hey. hate people that chew with their mouth open and make noises. 
Okay. Yeah, that's you know? uh something I can actually kind of get behind. You know, mm-hmm. it's real noisy. You're trying to eat. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but you you made a whole club around it. Like, what are you guys doing oh, in yeah. meetings? What are we doing? So what what happens in our meetings stays in our meetings. You know, what I mean, it's kind of like Fight Club. A lot of us have a lot of bottled up energy. Mm-hmm. People chewing their food around us all the time. So when you join our group, we just fight. You take you our shirts off and we just fight. Just fight it out like Fight Club, just like you saw the movie. <clears throat> but these guys have a lot of pent up energy and gals, right? And kids. We got some kids too. Yeah, kids. Kids. Yeah. yeah kids. Yeah. You know, some if kids anyone's going to chew with their mouth open, I would think it would be kids. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Some kids come in here with Miss Sophie Niona and um, it's just ear taste to ears. So they, you know, they're real rowdy. I like to put them in the ring. They punch people all the time. So it's real cool, man. But uh, oh, Miss Sophie, that's why you have this word all over your, your booth here. We're a bunch of like arrows and ears and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to come in? Is, is the there door. a version of this club that doesn't, you know, actually fight each other? Like, I feel like it's. <laughs> come on, man. You just left the bubble wrap feel. Come on, this ain't bubble wrap, Bill, man. This is serious, all right? As a matter of fact, sit down real quick, sit down. Come on, uh, put these headphones on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna explain, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you what it's like in our world, right? So I want you to sit down, I'm gonna put these headphones on. These are high calibrated um, audio equipment that will zero in on the specific sound that makes smacking of the lips the most irritable, right? I want you to listen to that for a few seconds and then tell me you don't want to run in here and put somebody in the chest or something, right? All right, sit down for a second. Oh, oh okay. okay. Sit down, it's going to be okay. Um, you're going to see that chart right there. If you see that chart, you see that little arrow go all the way to the red, that means your, your mesophenia levels are really high and we might need to take you in there right away. Um, uh, you, know, you, know, you know, actually, maybe, maybe, I, maybe I don't. Maybe I'll come back to this. There's a lot of other booths I, I want to... I don't want to, you know, mess up my vibe here. Um, all right, man. So get the fuck away from here, then. Back up. Go. Okay. Get out of here. All right. All right. Wasting my right. time. I didn't want to have to come over there and slap you and slap all the people you've been listening to, but you've been wasting your time with all those other groups. It took you long enough to get here. Yeah. How you doing? I'm Tandy. Uh, uh, hi, Tandy. Um, hey, welcome to the hate. Welcome to the hate. Uh, hate fair. Yeah, you said you're gonna slap me. What? Did I yeah, I was gonna come over there and slap your face because I hate people who entertain people when they know it's past the moment that they want to get up and leave, and they just sit there and listen to something. I hate that they don't have a backbone to just say this is bull and I'm leaving. I hate that. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess yeah. the, the hate fair is a weird place to be nice to somebody. I, this is how I was always raised. It's like. You know, give people the time to get out their thoughts and ideas. I really want you to join our club because I really hate how you're just talking to me right now. You're just taking all this stuff, making excuses for it, trying to explain it away. It's just bringing up so much hating me. That's what this club is all about right here. It's hating people who just make excuses for stuff and who don't say what they mean and mean what they say. You know what? You're making a lot of sense right now. I, I feel like that's probably something I've been doing all my life is making excuses. That's probably why that's I followed up like this intense. Man, just a club for you right here because I'm just telling <laughs> you right now, you are going to make me explode. Let's go my shirt. Let's go my shirt. Join this club. <laughs> you are going to explode. 
<laughs> be so much better. What, what do you guys do in your meetings? Now we sit around and we listen to other people talk and we look at each other and we go, God, I hate that guy. And we get up and we go and we just tell them how much we hate them. Are these other club members or do you bring in people? <laughs> no. no, all these people belong to this club and we just go and just sit around another club. Like there were a couple of my members behind these other two booths you were in and they were just shaking their heads in the back, just ready to slap some faces and just go off. Do they ever slap anybody? I mean, not not publicly, but we do go to a club and they got some some super super terrorist rap. They play man and we and scene. And scene. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> terrorist rap, bro. That's the word that will get around. People are like, you got to go to the club, man. You had a bad day. <laughs> wait, till they, wait till they play these songs. It's gonna tear you up. <laughs> <It's> gonna <be laughs> I just have a, I just have like this visual, like the end of thriller where people were bur- bursting through the door and the windows, <laughs> turned up drinking. <laughs> no, it used to be like that. Like I, I, I can't, I can't imagine. I can't visualize it enough for you. It was a legit, legitimate thing. If that song came on. I mentioned I told y'all that they banned Timberlands from going to clubs, right? Yeah. Like that was connected to that whole thing. It's like to now to this day, like in certain clubs in Houston, like if you're a black dude, you can't get in, but you're gonna be playing music that you know comes from culture that I'm from, right? Um, it started with Tim's, right? When Tim's, you couldn't wear Tim's and white tees. Who wears Timberlands and white tees to the club? <laughs> like, come on now. You know, why? Because of the music. They didn't understand it. And it was like, and they were having a fit over Eminem. I never thought Eminem. I thought he was crazy. Like, as far as like, man, this dude is wow. But I never was like, I can't listen to him. He He's like, p- people go crazy. You know, I, I never saw that with him. We laughed at Eminem's music, man. But... Like there was, you know, MJG stuff, some Lil John stuff, some East Side Boys, some G Unit stuff. They literally started the song with a gun mm-hmm. <laughs> and clips hitting the ground. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Then the music come in, turn, turn, and you're like, oh, I'm ready to kill somebody. That, that's one, what happened. One of my favorite hype songs uh, with Bone Thugs and Tupac. Um, oh, I love that song. Doug Love has a mm-hmm. literal gun throughout the entire yeah. song, <laughs> like <laughs> cocking and firing throughout the whole song. Part of the beat. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I love it because to me, going back to my thing, art is rebel. It's like it's a human rebellion. It, it's, it's, it can be, um, and because it can be, because it can be whatever you want. I love when someone throws a little wrench or curveball in it and, and it becomes its own thing. That's what the gunshot became for music. I feel like one out of every five songs I listen to has a gun in it, right? Like, no matter if it's nowadays, you can listen to pop radio, you can listen to anything, gospel. They're going to be talking about guns and gospel music nowadays, you know? Like, so it all started from that whole, you know, like you said, 90s hip hop, which I forgot, like early 90s, Biggie and all them, 
gangster music. You know, Jesus Christ. Why did Timberlands get it? I mean, you know, they, they don't ban guns. If a gun kills somebody, the gun still gets to exist. Or, you know, well, I guess you can't bring them everywhere. But why did, I mean, it was the people's behavior. Why did Timberlands? Because it's just a shoe. You know, what shoe is designed to kill someone? Oh, like art. What shoe is designed to kill somebody? <laughs> you know, it's the human operator. I can see someone like, I want you engineers to come up with a shoe that can kill somebody. And all these guys come up with all these like jackknife shoes and the dude comes out with a Timberland. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, That's the one, shoe yeah. is going to kill more people than that bullshit. How <laughs> 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 you ban a shoe? Like, what? When they said that, like, we used to be like, you can't wear boots in it. Then, of course, you know, man, they can't do that in the wintertime. It's cold in the Midwest. It's like one degrees in the Midwest. People show up to the club with their Tim's like, oh, bro, it's snow everywhere. They're like, nope, you can't wear those in this club. <laughs> Did they take their so shoes off? I can't wear boots <laughs> walking in the snow <laughs> to the club, right? But this guy right here can wear boots that are not Timberlands. Mm, combat gap. boots. Yeah, he can wear combat boots with with a kilt <laughs> and a pistol on his in his you know on his back. Mm. You know, with with anarchists and Satan tattooed on his shoulder. But cute couple of black dudes walk up with normal clothes and just boots. <laughs> like, uh uh-uh, no, 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 no. I don't need all of that up in here. That's just gonna cause. When I see those shoes, people end up dead. What is the sugar <laughs> room? I don't even know what that yeah. place is. Can yeah. in the comments? Yeah. yeah what's and, did, and did you stomp somebody out in flip flops? That's hard. That's, <laughs> That's hard stomping out, man. Yeah, Ken specifically got banned in flip flop because he's a weapon. Out of you. <laughs> Cut him up like he was cutting him with the bottom of the flip flop. What are you doing? <laughs> you got to spank him. You got to spank him to death. <laughs> And that would be funny. But how petty is that? I'm paying you for flip-flops? Like, <laughs> that's petty. Like, super petty. <sighs> super petty. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, yeah. that was my experience, man. There was hip-hop. I definitely... Um, and I've always looked at it like... <clears throat> some hip-hop music, I know for me... I'm 30 old man now. I'm not out getting in a whole bunch of physical altercations at all. Like one, it's just not beneficial. But there is a level of aggression that everybody deals with, dealing with just conflicts all the time in their life. And I find that hip hop is a great release of that aggression in a very safe way. I just get hype, right? Or rap a song or jump up or shake my head. Oh, that's energy that I'm releasing that, you know, <laughs> other people, you know, with Tim's on back in the early 90s, was stomp, get stomped out, you know. <laughs> but I'm also like, like I always say, like hip hop is, a lot of people are very difficult or hard on hip hop too. Like, I don't hear any country mixtapes. <laughs> you can't have no country mixtapes with 30 songs on it come out every other month. You know, they're different. They have their own experience with the individual and their beautiful country songs, you know, their beautiful hip hop songs. 
They're aggressive and hostile country songs, and there's aggressive, hostile hip hop songs. But hip hop gets a bad rap to, because of my Timbaland example, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Timbaland even said, We don't stand behind the hip hop community. We never made our shoes intended on hip hop. How the fuck are you going to tell somebody what they could do with the shit they bought from you? We never intended on you taking my steaks and making fajitas. That's not what you use our <laughs> beef with. That's the same ridiculousness as we don't want you wearing our shoes and making them <laughs> and buying them in bulk. <laughs> we don't want all that revenue. Mm. And then they change their mind once they stop, people stop buying Timberlands for work boots. Some other brand blew up and they start realizing, you know, 80% of our customer base is these <laughs> young black kids from New York. <laughs> Young brown kids from New York. I think we should tailor it to the brown kids now, right? And now people, they have all different colors of hip hop styles in Timberland. But in my lifetime, you couldn't get into a, a building if you had them on because of the, the, the assumptive threat. Mm. Yeah. Did you ever own a pair of Timberlands yourself? I still own a pair of Timberlands. <laughs> just it's like, a, it's <laughs> like I still think you hit the prime for my cold dead hands. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Come and take them. And that wasn't even in Texas that I got turned away. That was in Ohio. Because everybody would go, oh, no, it's racist down in Texas. Ain't no more racist than Ohio. <laughs> We Most of my racist breakup is in Ohio. That's where I've met racism in Ohio. We, cut to, the, we cut to the National Timberlands Association meeting. Now, calm down, brothers. Calm down. Calm down. All right. All right. All right. Listen, got y'all here. Because as you know, there's some legislation and things coming down to ban the Timberlands shoe. Right, 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 right. I don't know about you. I don't know. I, I hear all that. I don't know about you. But I grew up with a pair of Timberlands. Mm. My dad had a pair of Timberlands. His dad had a pair of Timberlands. It meant nothing for us to go down to the store and just look in the window and wish we could get a new pair of Timberlands. You know, take them out on the street, dust them off, let somebody see us step outside the car, put that one foot down, mm. no matter the weather. We all have those memories. We all share that. That's right. We got to fight mm -hmm. against this legislation. I know Timberlands mean something to you. Don't mm -hmm. let it go down in flames, brother. They, they mean a lot to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a little, little overheated right now because y'all know my great-grandfather was one of the men that set foot on the moon. Yes. Yes, he was. Got that picture in my house right now, and that boot that stepped on the rock of the moon was a Timberland. First mm -hmm. boot. First, first boot. First, first boot. boot. So I, I owe it to my great grandpappy. Yes, sir. To own and wear Timberlands any time of the day, year, or whatever I'm doing. That's what Timberlands mean to me. That's right. That's right. Timberlands been on the moon, mm -hmm. fella. Fellas, the moon. Okay, mm -hmm. so. Uh, couple of kids are going into clubs and doing some horrible stuff in Timberlands. That has nothing to do with us. Nothing to do with us. Nothing mm -hmm. to do with us. Nothing to do with us. You know, my 
my mama cracked the Higgs boson while wearing a pair of Tim Villains, right? Mm-hmm. The God particle. She she found that because of the Timberlands. Because of them. Didn't, so, didn't she didn't she step on it? Wasn't that exactly. What exactly. <laughs> they put it in the hydron collider. Mm-hmm. And she threw her foot down. She, like like you step out of a car, single tippling out, yeah. she put it into the hydron collider, stepped on a particle, split it. Yeah. Man. He exposed it. He exposed it. Higgs boson, man. So you know, I, I think the I, world I, needs I, to know yeah. all of mm-hmm. these wonderful beats that the Timberlands brought to our society. Yeah, a couple of kids mm-hmm. in the club doesn't even compare to all the good that these these shoes have brought to our lives. Right, right. To the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, when mm-hmm. I see that Timberland print on that kid's face in that picture, yeah, it don't compare to that footprint on my great grandpappy on that moon. That's right. what we're talking about. That's, That's what we've got. History. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. The legacy. Yeah, yeah, I know. Soft shit. Mm-mm. Hey, um, guys, um, you know, I, I'm loving all the passion and emotion that we're showing in this meeting. Mm-hmm. But I'm afraid that recently, um, I mean, it's started to take like a bit of a negative turn. Like, uh, are we becoming a hate group? I'm, I'm, I'm concerned. I have been listening to this terrorist rap that my son's been recording in the garage. Okay. Mm. I think I think I have heard the same stuff. Yeah, for some reason, it's, 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 I don't know. It's got me amped up. I want to I want to make a change in the world. You know, I want yeah. these Timberlands to do it. I want to kick out a window with these Timberlands for good. Yeah, I, yeah I, 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 I mean, I, I agree with you. I think we should kick out like all the windows with, with our, our Timberlands. Um, but, you know, I, I don't think there's enough of us yet. We, we probably need to do a few fairs and recruit some new members. Yeah, build a membership up. Hit the, hit the, the, the fair I feel, circuit. Mm-hmm. I feel a little thirsty. You fellas want a drink? I'll go get some, uh, I'll go get some Hennessy in the back. I'll be right back. Bring some okay. drinks out. Feeling like yeah, that. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good to me. Sounds <clears throat> good to me. Sounds good to me. Go ahead there. I don't, I don't want to stop anybody from talking. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just waiting for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We just waiting yeah. on you to finish. We're going to the drinks there. <laughs> Thank Take you. your Thank drink. You no, know, we love there. our Hennessy and Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, too, have been feeling angry. Been feeling the desire to go slap some faces around oh, here. That sounds good. Not wearing Timberlands or saying something bad about what Timberlands have done. I see a news report about a club and some kids stomping on somebody with some Timberland. I just want to go up there and just slap them. We we cut to uh we cut to the club where Michi was DJing at earlier. Hey Michi, uh, yeah. I just got word that uh, a group of people in Timberlands are, are coming down the block heading to the club. So when they get here, I just want you you know make sure we play music that won't cause an issue, right? Like I, I want to we want to make sure that everybody has a good time. Does that makes okay. Sense? Um, the hug up that I was playing last time. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, we're, that we're sounds like to, a good to the, plan. Okay, yeah, I think that's gonna be our best bet here. Okay, yeah, yeah I've I've got another couple hour long songs lined up on on the on the playlist. Feel free to chop it up. You don't have to play the whole hour. I don't want to tell you how you do your job. I appreciate. But it. they get really good in the middle. That's that's the thing. Uh, but you know, uh, I, so I'll, you like it? You 
I thought okay. I, I fill okay. out the crowd. I fill out the crowd. Okay. You fill out the crowd. Yeah. Okay. Oh, here they're they're here now. Okay. You can hear them. Press the Hennessy hat. <laughs> oh, look at the one. Tell me what you're going to do with no one to hurt. Arms are coming for you. Arms are coming for I want to spread my arms over everybody. I'm going to hug them till the night is to the dawn. I'll be hugging all night long. I mean, this song is an hour long? Yeah. Everyone go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, I didn't know I needed that song in my life. I want want that song. We definitely need that song. <laughs> These arms are coming for you. Oh. Bone hugs and harmony. Bone hugs and harmony. Bone. That... <laughs> hugs, 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 hugs. That is beautiful. <laughs> Yes. We're oh, gonna hug everybody. We're gonna hug everybody. On that note, yes. Well, we'll, we'll end it on that because that was that's amazing. Oh. Thank you so much, everybody. Listen, shout to <laughs> sorry Ken for to hear about you getting banned from the sugar rooms. They're lost. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you were looking phenomenal <laughs> flip flops. Um, <laughs> that is the can't tell nothing show. DJ Comfy, let's get those tunes. We'll roll on out of here for John, for Michi, for Tandy, for myself. <laughs> See, Tony Improv. That's it. Follow us. Come to San Antonio. We got a live show. Uh, San Antonio Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. yeah. This Saturday, San Antonio. Ah! Details <laughs> on our page. Yeah, check us out. Come see us. Come say hi. Come to the show. And ask Tandy to do bone hugs and harmony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>